and welcome back. This is Unsalted, and I am Sienna. And I am Sam. I almost said Samantha. <laughs> I'm wearing off on you. <laughs> that was disgusting. I hated that. Sam. My name is Sam. Please only call me Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry that, I mean, I know your dad calls you Samantha a lot. I just call you Samantha. My or- dad has me in his phone as Samantha Burnett. <laughs> He's retaliating against <laughs> your name. Change. He doesn't even have me as Samantha. It's some, it's so formal. <laughs> he will, you will always be his daughter, Samantha Burnett. <laughs> but like, I've seen like some dads will have their phone as like, like, like they're like, oh my daughter, or like the cute nickname, and nope, my Samantha Burnett. <laughs> It's like the most, I don't even know, informal way. (laughs) Wait, formal. Oh my God. It's okay. I don't even know what I am in my dad's phone. So Hmm. if that makes you feel better, (laughs) probably like daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but daughter's better than Sienna (laughs) Winnowick. That's true. (laughs) It doesn't bother me. I just think it's funny. Yeah, no, that is really funny. (laughs) Because I have him as dad, but it would be like John Burnett. (laughs) <laughs> like that would be weird yeah a little bit a little bit it's fine though just, it's whatever <laughs> I'm over uh, it like, it doesn't why? bother me <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so now that we've touched on those interesting things <laughs> what's on the agenda well today because let's be honest we've had more time during this quarantine to drink than ever because liquor stores are essential Yes, they, uh, that's why they're literally open. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> one of the only things that have constantly been open since <laughs> the pandemic started. Why? Because people need alcohol. <laughs> yes, everyone knows this. It's a fact. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking a little bit about that today. Yeah, um, we are specifically going to be talking about wine, um, because it's very strange that me and Sienna both have literally complete opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum taste when it comes to this specific alcohol. <laughs> yes, you are very right. <laughs> yeah, she leans more towards the dry reds, and I lean more towards the, like, crisp whites. So, we're gonna talk about, let's, let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm already drinking, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I typically like a really dark red that has an espresso undertone, like chocolatey finish, something more, I really like dry wines, sweet wines. I feel like they give me headaches actually. And from the sugar. Yeah. And they make my stomach hurt. So I don't know. Sangria is a different story for me because that is a little like, I don't know. Well, that's I, usually a dry wine mixed with, like, sweetener, right? Yeah, there's multiple things in it. It's not just, like, straight sweet wine. Because it's um, not, like, a super sugary wine usually, is it? I don't think so. I what's And what is mixed with it, actually? I can't remember. Isn't it, like, um, a soda or something? I think there's – isn't there simple syrup in a sangria? We should look up right now what I am definitely – do I have these ingredients? If not, <laughs> I need to go get them. <laughs> Let's see. It's red wine, chopped fruit. Oh, good. Often with other ingredients and or spirits. Great. That just made it so easy to understand. (laughs) (laughs) 
Why does non-alcoholic sangria keep coming up on this page? That is not what I want. So, oh my God, someone puts maple syrup in one. That's disgusting. Actually, it probably is really good, but. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel assaulted by the knowledge. Wait, 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 what is this? All I know is that I like sangria. That, that's what I'm trying to say. That's the point of me bringing, up, bringing this up. Um, I feel like it's sweet, but if there's a dry wine in there, maybe it's the simple syrup or something that is, that is in it that, you know, I don't know. I can handle it. But typically, yeah, I reach for the darker dry reds. Yeah. It says in a sangria, typically red wine. Best for sangria, we recommend a dry wine, preferably a Grenache. So there you go. Dry wine. Perfect. Well, that explains it. Yeah. And I, I hate, I hate dry wine. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even like sangria. I have not had a sangria that I liked yet. I mean, granted, I'm only 23, so who knows what the future holds, but. Right. I feel like when you come up in June or July, which, you know, hopefully it's June. (laughs) We'll just Mm -hmm. say June for now. (laughs) Um, We should try making like a sangria together that yes you would both like because I do think that's one of I don't know every recipe is a little bit different with drinks like that and people add things or take things out it's like a preference thing so I'm yeah. sure we could do something that was like kind of in the middle of and people like make like. it like what's like personalized almost mm-hmm. yeah definitely their own little niche mm-hmm. drinks but yeah I'm drinking tonight um from the apothic what's it called? Like line? It's not like a line. I'm like a clothing brand. Can you tell I miss shopping? (laughs) The apothic line. (laughs) Um, But it's an apothic white uh, blend and it's like not super sweet, but it's like, oh, it's got this nice crisp. Like Mm. I had it at my friend's house. She bought it. And after that I was like, yeah, I'm going to go buy me a, a few bottles of those to keep during quarantine. (laughs) They're really good actually. And I don't know, so I know Samantha listens to, I just said Samantha and I'm thinking about our previous Whoa. conversation. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about me? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I just had an out-of-body experience. That was so good. I, am I Samantha? I'm questioning my identity all of a sudden. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I just realized you're like talking to the listeners. <laughs> I'm so dumb. This is why I should not drink wine. I'm like, I am right here. Why are you talking about me? Oh my gosh. Continue. Well, okay, so to the listeners, I'm speaking to you now. <laughs> I said that for Sam, not you. <laughs> I'm really sorry, I'm crying. <laughs> so basically, no, I don't even remember what were you going to go up to that podcast that I listened to? Yes. Okay. That, okay. Thank you. <laughs> when you said listens, I was like, I knew where you were going, but I'm like, you want to know another Samantha that listens to those? I got really defensive. <laughs> no, you are the only Samantha in my life. <laughs> also, you and my dad are the only ones that call me Samantha, so I was really thrown. <laughs> Samantha? <laughs> Anyways. So... Sam listens to a podcast (laughs) where they talk about different wines. And I think 
I mean, they're not super cheap wines, the ones that I've heard. They're kind of like do... range in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're poor. So, <laughs> the wines. Also, that... a lot of the wines that they recommend are from a wine club, which you can only get by joining that wine club. And your girls don't have the money <laughs> to join <Exactly>. said club. <laughs> exactly. So, the wines we'll be suggesting are definitely more affordable wines, but high quality. So just in case you're like, oh gosh, I'm not going to be able to afford all this wine. Yeah, no. Do you even want to try wine? Yeah, no. Yeah, if we're drinking it, you can afford it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so the bottle I'm drinking is $8.99. It's pretty good. And depending where you get them to, it'll be a different. Yeah. Like Costco is a little bit cheaper than some places. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Oh, don't go to Target. If you want this bottle, don't go to Target. It's ten ninety nine. That's ridiculous. Target's always just ridiculous. Unless you have one of their like five dollar off like coupons for buying mm-hmm. something on sale or something. Is there anything else you want to say about your wine? Um. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's not a pop, it's not a cork wine, so you can just crack this bad boy open, you don't need a, a wine key for this really? thing. Yeah, it's a screw off top. No oh. wine key necessary, baby. Well, that's convenient. So convenient, <laughs> you can just buy it at the store and crack it open when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> Love the check for convenience, a check for affordability. And it's um, good. <laughs> what are, like, the undertones of it, like the dr- you know, the flavors. Is it like a... Flavors oral? of peach and apricot. Oh, nice. Oh, wait. It says... It also says... I'm just going to read the bottle so I don't screw anything up. Okay. Apothic White is a refreshing blend with bright floral notes and a vi- and vibrant flavors of peach and apricot that lead to a crisp, balanced finish. I could not have told you that just from drinking it. Um, <laughs> all I can tell you is that it is good. <laughs> <laughs> Sam likes it, and that's that. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, I tend oh. to lead more towards, I think, floral. Okay. And see, that's so funny, because I don't like floral, typically. Ooh. Do you I like, usually... this is not alcohol-related, but do you like floral teas? Like jasmine? I like jasmine tea, yeah, but... That's very floral. That's interesting. To be fair, though, I... Typically, unless it's like an Earl Grey or um, there's this one called Lemon Loaf. Oh my God. It's so Have you had that one by Tazo or Tazo or whatever? Oh my gosh. It's so literally like eating a piece of Lemon Loaf bread from Starbucks and it's it is delicious. <laughs> I Just the scent of it makes my mouth start to water and I'm like, yeah. So unless it's one of those or just a really strong tea, I typically will put honey in it. So if it's oh, floral, you it up. that, yeah, that cuts like, okay, that heavy floral taste. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, I'd say no, I typically don't. And I don't like super fruity, um, teas either. So you lean towards more like a warmer yeah. Okay. Really, like a like I said, Earl Grey's or like a like a lemon with honey or something like that. Yeah. So. So you don't like fruity, but do you like citrus? I don't typically lean toward them. Okay. No. Okay. I it it really just depends, I guess, what it is. But like, so the wine that I'm drinking tonight. Are you done? Can I? Go? Oh yeah. Okay. 
So the wine I'm drinking tonight, I actually really like this brand. Um, it's pretty affordable. They have a few different reds. I don't like, obviously, like we've been talking about, I don't typically lean toward buying white wines. Um, so I've seen most of their reds and I've tried a few of their reds are really good. Anyways, we'll get to the point. Um, <laughs> the brand is Bogle the vineyards, so Bogle Vineyards. And the one I'm drinking tonight is the Petite Syrah. And oh. this is, it's really good actually. It is, it's not super dry. It's kind of in the middle of dry and semi, semi-sweet or semi-dry. Yeah. So yeah. Semi-sweet, semi-dry. It's like half semi-dry. and half. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is based out of California. This is the 2017 one. And the bottle describes it as, um, well, this is what it says. As grape growers, we hold high regard for the mindful tending of the soil and exacting knowledge of the cellar. Um, the alcohol by volume is 14.5%. So it doesn't really explain. Oh, dang. Is she a spicy one? Spicy. <laughs> also, I didn't even say mine is 12% alcohol. Yeah. I feel like whites are usually a little bit less. Yeah. The drier the wine, I feel like the higher it goes. Mm -hmm. Their Merlot is also exquisite. So those are two that I recommend by Bogle. But this one, yeah, I like more of, I said it before, like an espresso or chocolate. Yeah, that really dark flavor. Yeah, like earthy flavors. I like blackberry too. If I, if there's gonna be like a fruity undertone, cherry mm-hmm. is okay. But like I like ones that are a little bit more of like a blackberry flavor too. But okay. it's pretty smooth and it's pretty. It's a pretty decent price. I think this one. Don't quote me. I think they're anywhere between like nine and thirteen dollars. Okay, that's not depending bad. where you get them from. Yeah. So, but it's pretty good. I mean, I I can't remember if I like the Merlot or the Petit Syrah better, but they're both good. It just depends what you want. <laughs> I can't tell you how badly I wish I liked Merlot because it's such a classy drink that I want to be like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to go home and, you know, take a bubble bath and have a glass of Merlot. Like I want to be able to do that, but my body won't let me. <laughs> You're like, my tongue hates it. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's really weird because we both like different wines, but then our drink of choice is so similar. Mm-hmm. So it, mouths are just weird. I know. But to be fair, like the gin and tonics that we typically mm-hmm. go for, it's, oh, my Ew. watch is telling me to breathe. Apparently oh. I'm holding my breath. <laughs> oh my God. That made me oh. want to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> um, the tonic water is usually pretty sweet but gin is pretty dry. So I yeah. think that's where it meets in the middle for both of us. And you also get more gin. Right. I tip, I'll usually do like a double gin and tonic with extra lime. And I just get regular gin and tonic with extra lime. Mm-hmm. So that's just, that peeps. <laughs> yeah. Which can we talk about how ridiculously priced it, how much more it's priced to go drink at a bar than it is to just buy alcohol? Oh my gosh, red session. <laughs> Let's begin. Let's it, go. <laughs> it literally it literally infuriates me because you you go to drink, you know, outside of your home 
pretty much for the like the atmosphere. Yeah. So you're paying for the atmosphere. And that's infuriating. A whole <laughs> bottle of alcohol. A whole entire bottle for okay, let's say you want a high-end bottle. Mm-hmm. Let's say you want some Hendrix gin, right? It's like okay. what? Like $44, $45 for the whole bottle. It's it's pretty up there. But like three drinks plus a tip. Yeah, you're already like, you're like at 30, 35 bucks. Exactly. Not to mention if you want like New Amsterdam gin, which is like what? Like 12 bucks. Yeah. 12. That's like one drink. That is retarded. It's retarded. And it's not even like you you pay for the three drinks. Like, let's say you go to a bar where you're, like, you're buying the drinks individually. Like, you tip on each drink. Like, it's like, I mean, I guess it's the same because math is math, but whatever. You know, I'm just, yeah. I can't do math. So it seems like more <laughs> when you're buying them individually. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, it's just, ugh, that just makes me, ugh. and I guess if you want to be lazy and not make the drinks yourself, then I guess you are paying for, like, the convenience of it just, like, poof, being there, no work, no effort, except for yeah. showing up. But Yeah, but then it's like, what if it's not made, like, perfect? Like, too much tonic or too much gin or mm-hmm. – I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Can we just talk for a second about how much I hate telling someone that I don't like my drink? I, I feel like that is such a stab to the mixologist or what a bartender. Yeah. It's like, if I don't like my food, I have no problem sending it back. But because I can see the bartender <laughs> – Right, they're like staring at you. Do they like it? I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, and it's like you just watch them make this drink for like three minutes and put their heart and soul into it. You're just like, I hate it. <laughs> like it's just like soul crushing, and I don't want to do that. Oh my gosh, and I am like totally not the kind of person that will just be like, I'm, so, you know, I, I don't know. I hate that. It is so awkward. It is so. It's almost embarrassing, even though you're like, I wish I really, I really wish I liked this. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But it was $15. (laughs) I know. Like I paid literally, I gave you my, the rights to my firstborn child. Please give me a good drink. (laughs) Right. Right. It's so if you are going to go out and you're going to pay an arm and a leg for a drink, what does that have to consist of for you? Like, what do you have to get? Where do you have to be? What's the environment like? So for me personally, the um, atmosphere of the place that I want to go get drinks would probably be like a lounge. I love that feel like velvet sofas, velvet chairs, like dim lighting. Um, It just smells like cigars kind of, you know? (laughs) It's like kind of almost a sweet smell. Yeah, exactly. And it's just very classy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if very I feel, high end. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I'm going to be somewhere where I feel super classy and relaxed and the service is awesome, like, yeah. that's a big thing. I mean, I am, if you're going to go out with people and spend, like you said, an arm and a leg on something, I want it to be good service and I want to feel comfortable. So, yeah, I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> If I'm going to go out to drink, I want to, like, I want to, like, dance. Like, I want to, like, there has to be, like, it has to be good music playing. Like, none of that top 40 or whatever crap. I hate, I hate. I 
hey, I wish there was a bar where it was only women, because I hate men, um, and you could go. <laughs> Sorry, I know you're not all trash, but I just really need a break sometimes. Well, when they're all, like, up in your personal space, mm-hmm. like, back off, sir. Like, I just want to dance in my own little four-by-four bubble. (laughs) Um, And I wish it played, like, oldies, like, like, the bops in, like, the 70s, 80s, 90s. The 90s aren't even, like, old, but, like, I guess 70s and and 80s aren't really old, but, like, the older music where it was actually good music to dance to. Girlfriend, give me 90s music, early 2000s music all day. I will just be lit. (laughs) They need to be, like, two separate clubs. Like, you need to have the 70s, 80s, and then the 90s, 2000s, like, dancing places. Okay. Okay. Follow me here. Come with me on this journey. What if Mm -hmm. there was this building? Yes. Where every story of the building was Stop. a different decade. I and already it was knew like where you were going. <laughs> and it was like the top top was like, I don't know, like early 2000s. And then the, like the fifth floor was 90s. And the fourth floor was 80s. And the third floor was 70s, 60s, 60s. And then you get to the first floor and it's like roaring 20s. I, mean, I don't know if my mouth oh. is then. Wouldn't My that gosh. be the most amazing thing ever? That honestly, I'm Let's actually surprised that that is not a thing. Right? That's kind of crazy that's not a thing. It should be. <laughs> I would be in every floor <laughs> as the night went on. <laughs> I Can would, you imagine though? Like, I think I would come down as the night went on. <laughs> what if you got groups of people together and then you did that? every week like you picked a floor and you dressed up for that era yeah like to just go and just hang out yeah like are you kidding me 80s I would die to dress for the 80s and go to like an 80s themed dancing place I would let my hair go crazy you would have (laughs) the perfect hair for it I would be like scrunchies with the top ponytail to the side yeah oh my gosh leggings with like tube socks with leg warmers watch out Okay, guys, so JK, our Patreon is not for the yeah. podcast. It's, <laughs> it's for our future business. <laughs> All right, what's it, what are we going to call it? Like, generation oh, something. It has to have generation in it. Right. Or decade. Yeah, oh, or yeah. Something. Well, yeah. by the end of this episode, we'll come up with something. So something. Let's, just, let's just, like, mull over this for a second. Like, but, like, for real, come on, why isn't this a thing? Would, Maybe it is. If anybody knows that this is an actual thing, please hit us up on our social media. Yeah. Instagram, at the Unsalted Podcast. Twitter, the Unsalted Pod. We need to hear. Sam's looking it up, though, right I now. I <laughs> honestly am, because I'm really, I really need to know. Okay, what about oh in Grand God. Rapids? Isn't there something it in Grand Rapids? totally is a thing. Where is it? It's in New York. Oh, Wait, no. my. It's in Washington, D.C. Okay, well, we're going. I know people there. <laughs> so, it's eight bars and five DJs, and it's 80s, 90s. Well, it's only 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Okay, Roaring 20s needs to be in there somewhere. But then we have to go through the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, and the 60s. <laughs> That's true. Okay, guys. Um, minimum of a thousand dollars per Patreon, like. <laughs> yeah, we could go like twenties, put sixties and seventies together, and then eighties, nineties, and two thousands. 
Yeah, we'll we just skip that. the 30s and the 40s. We don't need them. Yeah, we don't need that. We just need 20s. Mm-hmm. And then the rest. That would be bomb. <laughs> right? Dude, dancing. Let's the make 20s. a trip of this to purposefully, like, just go there. Honestly, I would do it if there wasn't a coronavirus. I would do that's, it right now. <laughs> my, my brain. Excuse me. Oh, wow. I, I <gasps> oh, my gosh. It's literally, it's six floors. Oh, 2000s and 2010s. So it's got like the the new stuff. Which I mean, but I'm not mad about it. I just wouldn't go to that floor. Right. Um, but it looks amazing. Yeah, my brain totally for like a glorious five seconds forgot that we were in a pandemic. Yeah, I know. Isn't that just like <laughs> a sweet, sweet relief when you forget? Yeah. <laughs> then reality crushes back down. <laughs> Oh man, this place is crazy looking. So if any of you guys have actually been to a place like this, we need to hear about it. We need to hear about this. I, yes, please tell me. I am, and I don't if know you, if you can hear that. <laughs> the sound of happiness. Here we go. <laughs> if anybody, like, I don't know, that, oh, yeah, I just, I want that. I just want to, to be a part of that. Honestly, I just want, like, a place to play wedding music. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, like, good, feel-good dance music. Like, yeah. you go to places and it's like, and I'm like, there's no melody. There's Mm -hmm. no lyrics. I want to belt, I want to lose my voice screaming to these songs like a concert. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. I think the problem is that a lot of people don't like the same kinds of music, so they have to cater to a lot of different people. And when you have to cater to so many people, it's like, okay, well, we might as well just add the beat because that's what everybody wants to dance to. Yeah, they don't even really cater. It's just kind of like, well, this is what's new, so we'll play it because someone will like it. Yeah. And it's just like, I think there is one place here. The place that we went, did that? they played, like, older stuff a few times. Um... Did they play Sweet Caroline? Yeah. Actually, they also yeah. Played, uh, they also played Come On Eileen once. I don't yeah, know if that's, I was. that's right. I, that is my song. If Come On Eileen, mm-hmm. like, comes on the radio or if I'm at a wedding and I hear it, like, it's over. Mm-hmm. Like, I well, mean, you'll certainly lose your voice to that one because you were singing pretty uh, <laughs> I love that song. It's so catchy and it's so fun to dance to. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I'm a total 90s music person. Oh, yeah. 90s R&B. R&B. <laughs> Get <out>. Do it. <laughs> I remember when we were doing my hair like two summers ago, and it was just you and Micah, and you were like, Alexa. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I just – oh, no, you're on in your, in your ears. Oh, no, yeah. You're like, Alexa, play 90s R&B. <laughs> and I was like, this is not my scene. <laughs> oh, man, it's my jam. It's totally my jam unpopular opinion i feel like i don't well no i guess there are few people that still like it that are our age but r&b in the 90s Mm -hmm. i think that's pretty popular is it i mean not with me obviously but yeah i'm not an r&b like i don't hate on it but it's not something i regularly listen to yeah it's a it's a mood it's a mood name a name a a popular r&b song um confessions by usher <laughs> yeah i know like no usher i'm gonna be real with you um b2k have you heard of b2k they say no. bump 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 <laughs> i think i know that song though bump, i know bump, bump. Song, like 
We've come to the end of the road. Oh, okay. I think um, Boys to Men, which I'm 90% sure they're R&B. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. Okay. And it's called End of End of the Road or something like that. And but I only know it because a guy from American Idol did a cover of it and I was obsessed with the cover. Nice. Yeah. So I'm terrible with names. I songs will play. I will sing the lyrics, but mm. I have no idea what song it is or who sings it. But I'm just like, yeah, this is my jam. <laughs> okay. I feel that. I feel that. But it's so yeah. weird how we're so similar and so opposite. I know. <laughs> I definitely am. I have to know the name and the song name or else I will forget it forever. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's why I have Shazam. Shazam saves all of my songs for me when I don't know. And then I'm like, I just add them to playlists and then shuffle that. It's weird. Sometimes I'm totally like that. I'm like, oh yeah, I know the name. I know the person. I know everything about it. Other times I'm like, forget it. Like, I don't even care. Literally could care less. I like it. (laughs) I know. Like, can you do Shazam on your on your Snapchat still? I know you could for a while. And I'll like screenshot. Yeah. Yeah. That's super helpful. It really is where it's at. It really is. Snapchat comes in clutch so many times. Right? Can we just talk about their, my new favorite filter. Sorry guys. I I don't know if you want to hear about this, but I'm (laughs) I love the one where there's peaches on your cheeks and it makes you look so tan and it gives you freckles like it is the cutest filter ever i 100 don't have that what? oh wait i'm lying to you do you have it look is at you it? yes that's it isn't okay. that the best filter ever it's it, like, pretty cute perfects your whole entire face also the one where you have like black little hearts on your cheeks too and you can i like just the one with uh with red hearts oh yeah that one's good too this one is my the one with the red hearts yeah. across the like where your freckles go. Oh, it slays every time. Ew, I just said slays, <laughs> and ironically, that was disgusting. Basically, uh, I I just like anything that makes my face not look like my face. Yeah, if it makes <laughs> me look slimmer, my lips look bigger, my eyes look tiny bit smaller. I love it. <laughs> yeah, basically, because we're comparing ourselves to Photoshop. People. Oh yes, yes, yes. So. Those standards for women, we love that. The internet <laughs> loves Photoshop and plastic <laughs> surgery. Oh my god, literally. Do you know how many times I've researched how much it is to get lip fillers? Too many times to count. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I know oh, that's like I, oh. also unpopular opinion. I totally would. I totally would. It's like temporary, first of all. People have this idea in their head about and this is gonna I mean this could cause um, like yeah I don't know but these are just our opinions (laughs) right and a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about this so if you don't agree with this like that's fine you're entitled to yours (laughs) we're entitled to our opinions and this is just mine but I feel like people think of 80s style Botox and 80s style lip injections. Yes. And like, it like, is so different now. Mm-hmm. And I have done so much research on things like this because people don't understand that. I'm trying to think of an example. Um, like Kendall Jenner, first of all, let's just take her as an example. She's kind of not, I mean, she's a model, obviously. She's famous, obviously, but she's not in the spotlight as much as Mm -hmm. Kylie or Kim or anything like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. But she's had a lot of work done. Mm -hmm. And you, but you can't really tell 
You can only tell if you see, like, a, like, you can kind of see it in her mouth a little bit. Right. Yes, I agree. But if, unless you're looking at a side-by-side of what she looked like before the work was done and what she looks like now, it's very difficult to tell. Right. Even Blake Lively, like, she's known for her natural beauty, but people don't realize that she has cheek filler. She has jawline filler. She's gotten a little bit of, um, lip filler. She's had rhinoplasty. I think that's how you pronounce it on her nose. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you can do things tastefully and in moderation to prevent wrinkles and everything like that, but it can still look tasteful. Yeah. And it's, it's not like they go in and they pump your lips up, like to be like humongous. Like it's a very Mm -hmm. slow process to get like, especially if someone has very thin lips, like they don't just like automatically go from like thin to like, boom, like, like it's a slower process and they only inject a tiny bit at a time. Right. And not to mention that your body creates the same. So hyaluronic acid is what's used in a lot of the lip fillers, which is your body naturally creates that, which means that in like a year, a year and a half, sometimes even less than a year, your body will break down that acid on its own and your lips will go back to normal. So it's just little things like that. I mean, people, there are, you know, some side effects that you could have. Obviously, anytime you get something like that done, there's a little... It's the same thing getting your ears pierced. You could have a reaction. Right, exactly. So, I mean... I don't know. That's that's just my personal opinion and like our opinions. I don't have an issue with it. I wouldn't judge someone if they had something mm-hmm. like that done. Like if it makes you feel more confident about yourself, then no one should be able to tell you anything about right. what you're doing. Yeah. I'm totally in agreement. I don't even know how we got started talking about this. Honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> how did but, we get to lip fillers? I don't know. I just remember, you know, well, once we said rant, it was downhill from there. I know, which is <laughs> it was like a snowball effect of all the things we want to talk about. Sodium session. <laughs> yeah, for real. Daily um, uh, salty, you know. Your sodium saltiness. intake. <laughs> yeah, it's going to bother me how we got here. I'm really trying to backtrack. Yeah, me too. We, we definitely hit a lot of different um, subtopics. <laughs> First of all, we were talking about our future business of uh bars decade bars and then it went to lip fillers well who cares we'll listen to it later and be like oh there we (laughs) yeah that's where it all went (laughs) change change (laughs) we'll figure it out later so i mean because we're jumping all over the place let's just go to a completely different topic now oh yes (laughs) um in the last episode when we were Talking about our boredomness and quarantine. That's not even a word. I don't even know if it is. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were waiting for it. I know. I literally, I had liquid in my mouth and I couldn't swallow and burp at the same time. So I had to let the burp out first or it was just going to come like back up. You know what I mean? So Ew, you're welcome. You're welcome for that information. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> so one thing that we were talking about in the last episode was bucket lists. And we kind of hit a few things. I didn't really say any of th- anything that was on my bucket list, really. But I know, Sam, you mentioned... Um, Everything that Alaska has to offer, yes. Yes. <laughs> Kayaking with the orcas. Midnight sun. 
Yep. What a solid, those are two very solid things to have on your bucket list. I'd just like to commend you right now because kudos to you. (laughs) I want to go to the midnight sun. Dude, does that sound amazing? Yeah, it does. I mean, I would, you know, I don't even know if I would be tired. I think I would just be super excited. It would be like, it would be full sun right now. Yeah, that's nuts. That's crazy. Like what? I would, I would thrive. (laughs) <laughs> I would thrive so hard. What if you wanted to sleep, though? I feel like I can't, unless I'm just exhausted, I have I'm a hard pretty, time going to sleep if it's not dark out. I'm pretty I'm sure like, a lot of their rooms to... have, like, like, you can get, like, they have those room darkening to where it, like, blocks out everything. Oh, okay. I don't know if, like, hotels have those, but I know that it's, like, a popular thing. Mm-hmm. Like, blackout curtains? Yeah, because I mean, it's the sun, so you really got to work extra hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sure that. What else is on your bucket list? Do you have, I mean, I'm I sure have, you have many more things. Oh, yes. I have, like, I have some specific, like, niche things where it's, like, that's weird. That's so specific. And then I have, like, broader things, like, I want to go to this place, like, Paris. Like, right. But I have a specific bucket list, like, dream in Paris is I want to find, like, not I shouldn't say Paris. That's narrowing it down too much. France. Okay. I want to find a little town in France that has a little cafe, but it has to be on the corner of a street. So I can see literally everything that's going on around me. It has to be on the corner. Mm-hmm. And then I want to go up to whoever is, you know, the barista or whatever they call them in mm-hmm. France and just tell them in French specifically, it has to be in French, tell them to make me whatever they want, Mm -hmm. literally anything. And then I go outside in a sundress and like chunky, like low heels, like, you know, open toed, like Mm -hmm. scrappy heels. And then I sit and I people watch for just the rest of the day. That sounds beautiful. Doesn't that sound? That just sounds like (laughs) perfection. And I hope for you that you get to physically with, like, a purple pen or something. I just said purple because purple pens are my favorite. But, like, get to check that off of your bucket list. I physically see, like, just, like, poof, I did that. Like, I just want to walk around and just be like, oh, yeah, this is where I'm going because I ended up here. So this is where I'm going. Honestly, that's the best. Some of my most favorite travel experiences have happened where like we didn't have a plan like Carly and I you know we usually travel together I I feel like I've gone most places with her actually but um that's always what we do we don't like having a plan it's just like well let's just you know drive Mm -hmm. over there over there and then it's it's, like this is a famous spot how did we land here like this is crazy you know it's so so much plans are overrated yeah I mean I do think having a broad plan is beneficial or else you're just like walking around like a crazy person, like having, you know, a couple big things, but then like, as you're going to your, the big things that you know, you want to do the little places you see along the way, you're like, Oh, I just stumbled across this on my way to something else. Like, this is fantastic. Yeah. There's like, like if it's a place I frequent, more often like not somewhere I'm just visiting like Chicago or something like there are certain things that I plan to do just because 
I'm a creature of habit and I have to do them every time I go to a certain spot because I'm not there often. So I'm like, I have to do this and I have to do that. I don't care what else happens on the trip. As long as I get to do these. Yes. (laughs) It's literally tradition that I go to whoever I'm with, they can go with me or not, but I will walk to the Starbucks that's right there on Michigan Avenue across from Mm -hmm. Millennium Park. I get my coffee. I go to the bean. I people watch. And then this is like new and I just started doing this. But um, next to Millennium Park is the CIA, the Chicago Institute of Arts. Mm -hmm. And next to the museum is this little area where it's just these little squares of just like gardens Mm -hmm. all around. And I'll just go there and I'll draw. I love that. Okay. We need to go to Chicago together. Uh, honestly, like, I'm for a the little offended that we haven't. <laughs> I know. I know. Because I've gone to Chicago, like, I don't know, four or five times or something. And it's never with you. And I I'm know. like, we need to do this. <laughs> we are going. Yeah. I Are we? Are we? Well, okay. Well, we don't know. <laughs> but we might go in September. So let's hope. Let's fingers crossed. Really hope hard. <laughs> if this, if if that trip gets canceled, I I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm I gonna cry, I'm and I don't cry very often unless no. I'm really upset. But like, I, let's just say like we're going for a concert, and I cried when I couldn't get tickets for here. Mm-hmm. Like I sobbed like a baby. Like my coworker had to give me a hug and tell me it was okay. That's how much of a baby I am. I cried. So if this concert gets, it won't. It won't. I can't. Honestly, I I, I might just stop existing all of a sudden <laughs> just take another drink it's good it's happening it's happening that's all I have to say oh god we'll make it happen yeah but like I love Chicago you love Chicago oh, we need god. to go together and I would love to do that with you I like drawing I'd like to go and sit by the gardens and draw after getting a coffee and going to the bean oh and yeah and watching. you just literally sit on these because the squares have their like little they're not benches but it's like brick or whatever yeah. or marble or something around it and I just sit like I usually have a backpack with me when I go to Chicago so I can carry I mean I'm diabetic so I can carry like literally everything that I need mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so I'll like have my notebook and my pens and stuff in my bag and I'll put my bag next to me and I'll just draw put my headphones in and like I have this thing where when I go somewhere I hate looking like a tourist oh my gosh it is infuriating to look like a tourist Mm -hmm. I want to look like I live here and I know what I'm doing which Mm -hmm. might be shallow or whatever but you know what there's there are these looks that you get when you do touristy things from people and I I don't like that (laughs) I agree I mean, you've been to Chicago so many times that I don't think that you could be labeled as a tourist Oh, no. I can walk, like, there are so many places that, by memory, I can just walk to from wherever. (laughs) It's amazing. I love it. (laughs) There's a certain feeling of, like, pride when you can do that. It's like, yeah, I've been here so many times. Like, I just know it like the back of my hand. I remember somebody asked me for directions, and I was like, I know this you go that way and that way. And they were like, thank you. And I was like, you're welcome. I'm from here. Yes. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's funny that, cause you're what, like four hours away from Chicago? Five? Yeah. Like four and a half. Four and a half. It's funny that where you're at and where I'm at is almost the same. Oh yeah. We could meet like at the corner of Michigan and then go to Chicago. 
I wonder, okay, this is a really weird question, but is there a train station? Yep. Right at the there. corner. It's like, a, I think it's in like Grand Rapids area. Oh yeah, there is definitely one there. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just do that? I've never taken the train in. Neither have I. Okay, well actually that's kind of a lie. I definitely did oh. when we went to, we're going to Spain. But that's okay. I would rather go with someone who's been on a train because I've never been on one. Yeah. It's super nice. Very convenient. And it takes you right in the middle. Like, yeah, it like spits you like right out. Yeah. It just spits you out. Like, I mean, I don't know (laughs) if you ever saw that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal or whatever, but it's literally the train that they show in the movie is the train that you take to get into Chicago. And I was like, I want to ride that bucket list. (laughs) I mean, in the movie, a bomb went off and exploded the train, so not necessarily do I want to go on it, but yes. (laughs) Well, we will distract you. You won't even be thinking about that. (laughs) What's something that's on your bucket list? Because I have like a million things. Um, okay. Well, and I think I, you know, I kind of told you about this one before, but this is very dramatic, everybody. This is very dramatic. I definitely want to get together this like big fire pit and pour gasoline all over it. I mean like a huge fire. And then I want to light a match and turn around and throw the match behind me and have this this pile of wood be engulfed in flames and I'm just walking away. Oh my gosh, just have ACDC playing in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, and someone, and you're going to record it for me, and then we're going to put, yeah, like, music to the background, and I'm going to feel, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm going to, (laughs) like, live my best life, feel like I'm in a movie that is definitely on my bucket list. Also, in a more, you know, like, subtle, yeah. I've never ran through a field of like wheat in the in the sun, a perfect summer day with there's like a slight breeze. I'm in a sundress, just like running through, like feeling the yeah. you know that's feeling a good it with one. my hands or like tall grass or something like that. Mm-hmm. And just I don't know, just like being spinning super happy. in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That just sounds I, very peaceful. I know? love that actually. That makes me mm, hate this pandemic even more actually <laughs> I know well technically you could still do that even That's during true. the pandemic hashtag you have social to... distancing <laughs> you'd have to find a wheat field that exactly. a farmer would allow you to run through I was I just remember like when I first thought of that I went through this phase and I still do it sometimes but I have this little book that I'll just write down random things that I see through my throughout my day that I want to remember that just are random things, you know, things that are beautiful that I see or that I might not have noticed or that I know that I'm going to forget if I don't write it down, but that just were subtle, but cool, or they meant a lot, or they were just not special, but special. Does that make sense? They're like the little things, the little things. Yeah. The little (laughs) things that you just know you'd forget, but you don't want to. Right. And I was riding in the car one day and we were passing this field and it was crazy the way that the wind was blowing on this field of grass it looked like waves and it was kind of shining in the sun and I was like there's nothing that I want more right now than to go run through that (laughs) why didn't you 
Because I was with other people and we were on our way somewhere else and I just Bro, I would have been like, listen, everyone the car. <laughs> right now is an opportune time. Not just for me, but for all of us. <laughs> yeah. I, I should have, honestly, because I do regret not doing that, but it just I don't know. That's like but, one thing I love about my parents, because like we'll go on vacation, like even just up to like I mean not not anymore because obviously I don't live with them, but mm-hmm. Um, we would go on vacation like to Traverse City or something and my dad would be like if you see anything that you want to go look at you just tell me to stop and I'll pull over that's awesome I love that and there would just be like times like there was like a little town in Michigan it's it's not like super uh like underground or anything it's, it's Sagatuck or Sagatuck or however you pronounce mm-hmm. it and we went we went into Sagatuck and there was it was a one-stop light town yeah right and there was this little underground like brunch area mm-hmm. and there was just this guitarist playing and that's like one of the fondest memories I have and it was, he was just playing guitar and singing and we had breakfast and then we left and we've never been back <laughs> that's how to travel though I mean I think if you find a spot that's so special like that I think it's better never to go back yeah because then that one wonderful memories ingrained in your mind Mm -hmm. and there's nothing that can taint it it's like perfect in that memory which is very poetic actually it is it's like (laughs) like I would love to share it like with like obviously I would love to go back with Sam but it's like that that one moment where it's just like if I go back and it's not like that it's gonna be ruined yeah exactly but that's the cool thing like there are so many places in the world. That's why traveling is so fantastic. There are so many places in the world like that that you can experience with other people. So, have you ever seen the movie Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson? Yes, I oh. saw a little bit of it, and then I had to go do something. It was a long time ago. I do not remember the second half. I, I need you watch to watch it. it. Okay, I will. Isn't it on I, Amazon Video? I'm pretty sure it is. Ooh, I don't, it used to be on Netflix, but they took it off. I remember I was just like, like a long time ago, I'd have these days where I'm just like, I'm just going to watch movies all day. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like super popular. Like I had never heard of it coming out or anything like that. And I saw it on Netflix and I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. I, I don't hate Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's like top five favorite movies now. It's so good. Because, okay, so that's the thing. I think it was actually on TV. And then I had to go do something and then I came back and either something didn't make sense or I didn't want to keep watching it because I missed too much. I mean, come on, when you've missed like 30 to 45 minutes of a movie, it's like, forget it. I missed something big. Inevitably during that time, I'm not doing this. (laughs) Yeah. Just basically like, I don't know if you remember the premise, but he's there with his fiance who you can clearly see the relationship is not great, but he's walking around Paris at midnight and a car pulls up and offers to drive him somewhere. And so he gets in and basically is transported back in time to when, like, all the old writers were alive. Like, um, oh, what's the one that he's, like, super in love with? Oh, crap. He's so famous. He's, like, a super moody writer. What is his name? Ernest Hemingway? Yes, Ernest Hemingway. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and, like, he gets to sit down, because he's a writer in the movie, so he gets yeah. to sit down and, like, talk with him, and, like, all these old, like, famous artists are alive, and he's talking with them in Paris, and it's just, like, this, oh, it's the most aesthetic movie. <laughs> Honestly, F. Scott Fitzgerald 
Ernest oh. Hemingway. Like, He's in it. I think Fitzgerald's in it, too. Oh, my goodness. If I could spend 30 minutes with these people, oh. I would just die. You would, you would love this movie. I need to watch it. Yes. Yeah, actually, I totally forgot about it. And I love writing, so I'm surprised that I hadn't actually watched. I mean, we lived in the rental. That was the last time that I, like, started watching it. That was, like, years ago. I don't know. Oh, it was wow. a long time ago. I was still in school. Yeah, I would definitely, if you want, like, one of those movies that's just, like, a, it's just, like, this warm feeling, and it makes you appreciate, not that we have a culture, I guess, nowadays, but, like, it makes you appreciate what you have right now, because mm-hmm. it's, like, he goes back, and, like, they, the living then, they wish they could go back, mm-hmm. and, like, they end up keep, they just, it's so good! Okay, I'm definitely, I need to watch that for sure. I think you have to pay for it anywhere you watch it. Okay. It's like $2.99. Okay. But well, whatever. I, Worth it. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. You know, that's true. And thinking about bucket lists, lists it's always future things. Like, what do I want to do in the future? Yeah. What am I going to do before I die? And in one on one side of the coin it's good to think about stuff like that because it keeps you thinking in your head, like time is short. Life is short. Time is short. That did not make any sense. Life is short. <laughs> and you never know when something's going to happen. Is going to come when you're not going to be able to do the things right. you wanted to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's nice to, it's good to reflect on those kinds of things. I think. Oh, definitely. Wow, this got really deep. I know. Now I'm sad. What else do you usually want to do? does? I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I I'd like to sell a piece of art. That's I like that. That is so pure. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. And it's funny when I was in Lansing one time, we were at this coffee shop, and I saw this canvas painting, and I loved it. It's a it's kind of like an abstract portrait of a woman's face. And I went up to, (laughs) I went up to the guy that was working and I was like, how much is that? And he told me, and he said that a 13 year old kid had painted it and it was beautiful. And I was like, I want it. I'm going to buy it. And I just like, there was a, I didn't even paint the painting, but I was just thinking about this kid. And I was like, did you buy it? Yeah, I have it. It's so cool. What? It's like reds and purples and blues and it's this portrait of this woman like and I just was thinking about it like how good of a feeling would that be to know that someone liked your art so much that yeah. they wanted to buy it. You know what's weird? What? I've had someone buy a piece of art for me. That's awesome. And I I never even thought of it as being like a oh my god, like, like a thing that to be excited about. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But you saying that, I was like, wait, now I, I'm, I want to cry. <laughs> Someone liked it so much that they bought it. I don't know. That's just like one of those things that I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool. But now I, I mean, just have to make something that's worth it. <laughs> but let's, I mean, I'm going to spin this on you. Technically, you are an artist because you're a hairstylist. So people buy your art all the time. Because I will only allow literally two people on this planet to touch my head you preferably and then the hairstylist I have down here 
when I cannot reach you mm-hmm. <laughs> because it is an art and people will mess it up. Yeah, I I'm guess not that's true. It doesn't check your bucket list, but if it ever comes down to where you need to, your hair is an art. I can yeah, that's a good point. I cannot do what you do. <laughs> yeah, I guess I never really thought about that, but that is a good point. Like, I will literally give you money <laughs> to style my hair. I will throw money at you. <laughs> Take it. Take yeah. it. You've done that before, and I hate every time. I hate it every time. I'm like, no. <laughs> I will throw it at you just so you will do my hair. Like, it is, that, and that's, like, a huge thing. People trust. I mean, some people don't care, which I don't understand that. But then, like, most people are, like, if they find a hairstylist they like, like, it, you cannot rip them away from that hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss my clients. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. That sucks. I know they're probably I'm so sorry. all dying. But like when you develop these relationships with people and you see them every five weeks and then you're like, oh my gosh, how did that dinner go? Or like, I know yeah. you like go on this date with this guy you'd never met before. Like, how did it go? I don't know. Like you're just a part of these people's lives and they tell you about like all this crazy stuff that's happened to them and like their jobs. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, I wonder how they're doing. Oh, Hey, like how did that date go? Like I, (laughs) so many unanswered questions. I know. I'm like, I have so many questions for you since the last time I saw you. Mm -hmm. And your gray is like, so thank you for not using box color. Oh my God. I feel like I'm gonna do a lot of color corrections after this. Oh, I mean, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, you're a living artist, so thank you for that. You're welcome. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) You're so welcome. I feel like a lot of hairstylists either some take it too far. They're like, I'm an artist, and I'm like, whoa, okay. Mm. (laughs) And some are just like, yeah, I'm a hairstylist. I'm like, but like, <laughs> but like, I can't do what you do, which makes what you do a skill, which is like <laughs> an art. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think you're right. There's definitely, there's a lot of science that goes into it. Yeah. And math. And math. And, and color theory. Mm-hmm. Everyone's hair is so different too, that it is like a different canvas each time, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I saw you get my hair from like almost dark brown, black to bright red. Yeah, that was pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> and then I dyed it black like four months later. I literally hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I understand though. We're all a little bit crazy when it comes to our hair. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so what else is on your bucket list? I'm curious. I actually love this. I, okay, let me think for a second because like I said, I, re- I had a bunch of things written down, but I can't find my little bucket list booklet. And it's really irritating me. Um, I got to check off leaving the country because nice. I went, you know, to Spain. And then, oh, yes. Okay. I want to be fluent in three languages. Ah, that is including English? Yes. So okay. two auxiliary languages. Correct. So I'm actually doing that right now. That's one of my anti-boredom things, which you saw. I um, just got a... Spanish workbook, and then I have a Korean workbook coming in the mail on Friday. <laughs> yeah, Korean, that's where it's at. Oh, yeah. So, well, I feel like I've watched enough K dramas that I should be fluent by now, but I'm not. <laughs> Me. It doesn't stick as well as I thought it would. 
I mean, like, I feel like I, I've been saying different things to myself in Korean, <laughs> like the very basic things. Yeah. But I just love the way that they use their voice inflection. Like, uh, yeah. very like, I love how the girls will yell at the guys. I'm like, Oh, like, I'm like, yes, girl, you get it. You yeah. yell at him. So oh, satisfying. Like, is. I feel like, not that English isn't diverse, but it's not diverse mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to tone. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, a lot of it, other languages in general, not just Asian, but like a lot of them use that. Right. And, and tones are not a big, big thing in Korean, but they just, the way they use their voice inflection is just so awesome. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know though. Like, I think that we I think that we do use tones, but it's not, like, necessary. You know what I mean? I feel like the more you use a tone, the more sarcastic you can sound. Right. So, like, what I'm trying to say is if I were to say to you, like, why or why? I guess that's true. Why? (laughs) Like, those three tones are, like... I feel attacked. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? But, like, those literally the That's same true. word, but three different ways you're saying it. It is saying something totally different. Yeah. I just feel like it's not used as often. Yeah. That's, like, we yeah. use it. It's just not as... I think we don't notice it as often. Yeah. Maybe I just take it for granted. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a... That's a... Uh, I'm sorry. You know what? I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that is so weird. That was the most, that was the purest moment you'll ever hear on Unsalted. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Also, side note, if you hear like a, yeah, my, my pop screen is like hitting my (laughs) microphone and this stupid thing has got me so fired up. I hate it. (laughs) You aren't hearing my spit, so you're welcome. (laughs) I watched it scared the living crap out of her before we started recording, and it was (laughs) hilarious. Oh, here's a bucket list. Somewhere in Michigan, Mm -hmm. somewhere, there is an abandoned dinosaur amusement park. Um, what? Can we find this together? I would love nothing more than that. Okay, guys, this is a promise. (laughs) We will find this. We will find it. It's supposed to be, let's see, I wonder if I can find it. I, I pinned it on my Pinterest, like, years ago, because I was like, there is this one little short story um, called The Strong One on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's, I don't know if I've ever showed it to you, but it makes me very emotional. And it's just, like, this little boy whose parents are going through a divorce, and he has this toy dinosaur that he, like, pretends is, like, big and, like he's talking to it and he's, he's talking to it at the end. He's like, you know, like you'll be scared cause you'll hear this and this and this and the dinosaur will be scared. And he goes, and then I'll get to be the strong one. Oh my gosh. I'm going to cry. And I lose it. <laughs> and in the, in the video, he goes to an abandoned amusement park where there are these giant statues of dinosaurs and it's a giant statue of his little toy. Oh, oh my god. It's literally I showed it to someone and they didn't cry and I was like, what is wrong with you, you heathen? Are you a psychopath? <laughs> Are you a sociopath? <laughs> I have to send you the link because it's 
So good. I feel like I need to record myself watching it so you can see. I need that. Or we'll just need to be FaceTiming. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. After this podcast, we'll just share. We'll screen share. I'll show you. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Oh, but it's so good. But yeah, somewhere in Michigan, apparently, there's an abandoned, it's small, but it's an abandoned dinosaur in park. Hmm. Interesting. I would love to go and be the strong one. That is my, on my bucket list. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I got to check off on my bucket list uh, a few years ago. Have you ever been to Oz Park? No. In Chicago, I think it's uh, I think it's closer to like Lincoln Park area in in, in Illinois. Okay. But there is a little park. It's called Oz Park. It's in just like a middle of like a subdivision, like a a very urban subdivision. So it's got mm-hmm. like you know like the buildings that are all squished together and. More of like a cityscape, less of like, oh, I'm from Michigan, the Midwest, like less of that. Right, right. <laughs> and there are, there's statues of each character from the Wizard of Oz in this, par- in this park. Oh, that's cool. And I got to go there. My parents took me and I was like, mm, yeah, check. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. How did you hear about that? I found it on Pinterest. Oh, cool. Everything like- on my bucket list is from Pinterest. <laughs> I know this is totally totally like overdone and whatever but it's been my dream to go to the lock bridge in paris and i heard that they got rid of it though and but i'm like secretly like not believing anybody that tells me that because that's like gonna ruin my hopes and dreams there's no way they got rid of it there's no way well, because I think Emily wanted to go there when she was in Paris, and then I don't think that it was there anymore, or the locks were all gone or something like that. I don't know. Anyways, I literally have that on my board. That is the picture that I have, too! <laughs> Bro, I... I don't believe maybe, that they got rid of it. I can't believe that. It will Maybe just, they, like, start over every so many years. I really hope you're right. But that's so sad. Like, all the people that... Oh, my God. Is that how big it got? That has to be right. Look at. There's no way you can fit anything on that. You'd have to like lock a lock to a lock. Yeah. (laughs) Like it would be like a dangling chain at that point. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess that makes sense. If there was that many of them on there, then they maybe just started over. We're saying that. Can't even see the fence. Right. Okay. Here's my thing though. I feel like people put the locks on the bridge when they're like I don't know like engaged or something like that it's like a yeah you gotta be like sort of thing, happily like, married for exactly. 10 years exactly <laughs> I know I'm like I need to wait okay boys mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean <laughs> men like <laughs> I'm wait I'm waiting for you if you want to go to Paris and then put yeah. a log on a bridge like <laughs> I agree oh also in North Carolina apparently this could be fake this is on my bucket list though Okay. There is a yellow brick road from an abandoned theme park of the Land of Oz in Beach Mountain, North Carolina. Oh. Oh my gosh. That and it's the yellow brick road. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm going to go on Pinterest right now and just look at all the things I want to add to my bucket list. I literally need to go there. Yes. I don't um, know why, but I love That is so cool. Abandoned theme parks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All look kind of creepy, but that's okay. Live mm-hmm. your life. I like that stuff too. We're not going to get murdered. No way. Cemeteries are my literal favorite place in the entire world. They're quiet. They're quiet. They're <laughs> peaceful. Nice. 
I just love looking at like an old headstone and just like thinking about like what life was like when they were alive. Mm-hmm. So you could just create stories in your head, and yeah, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think we should just do a whole nother episode on bucket lists. What do you Honestly, think? Honestly, I could go on forever. I know. I'm like, I how long is this one? It's definitely I over an hour. Think we've been like talking for like an hour and a half. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry guys if mm-hmm. you followed us this far. I mean, I think this is a pretty solid episode, but if you peaced out already, sucks for you. Yeah, sucks to be you because you missed out on all the secret abandoned amusement parks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll never know. Mm-hmm. So joke's on you. Haha, <laughs> loser. <laughs> all right. So I think we're going to wrap it up now just to spare your ears. And I also have to pee really bad Me in case too. anyone was wondering. Thank you. I'm like <laughs> sitting crisscross. Like my foot is shaking a little bit. Like, oh I haven't God. seen you reach for your wine in like an hour. And I'm like, does she have to pee or something? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I drink um like two glasses of water and then have the wine and I'm like Oh yeah, my god. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so on that note guys, we're gonna take off because uh our bladders can't hold it any longer. <laughs> Basically, our bladders saved you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't laugh at freaking. Hurts. I know, I know it hurts. <laughs> okay, well stay safe, you guys. Thanks for tuning in and we will yeah. Also, on just one last note, I just want to remind everyone to drink responsibly. And if you are under the legal drinking age in your country, do not drink. So drink responsibly. And we love all of you. And we hope you stay safe and respect the social distancing guidelines. <laughs> yes, I agree. Second all of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to pee. Love you guys. Bye. Okay. Bye.